Hey you, welcome back to the Beautifully Built Podcast. I'm so excited to see you here. Thank you so much for joining me. I am your host, Melissa Impat, and today I have such a treat for you. One of my girls, Alyssa Chaffrell, is coming on the show to chat with us. And seriously, I just didn't want this interview to end. Like we had so much fun and we just like totally flowed. We talked about so many different topics, so I can't even like categorize it. It was just such an amazing episode. And she just gave us so many things to really think about and really implement in our own lives. So I'm just really excited for you to meet Alyssa. She is just so unapologetically herself. And she just shows up so real and transparent. It's just, it's magnetizing. So I love her so much. Her Instagram is amazing. You need to make sure you connect with her and definitely expect to see her on the show again because we just had so much fun. So Alyssa, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your heart with all of us. Hi guys, my name is Alyssa Chaffrell. I am a mindset and fitness strategist and I am so freaking excited to just have a conversation with this girl today. Yay! I love <laughs> your, your title too. It's so beautiful. Mindset and fitness strategist because it really is Absolutely. such a strategy. It's such a strategy. Yes, it is indeed. Yeah, but, thank you uh, for coming on the show. I'm so excited to hear more about your story. Thank you. I am too. I'm excited to share it. Um, I feel like it's taken me some time to get to a place where I feel comfortable with telling my story, I was sharing yeah. my story. And after the first time I shared it online, when I got that feedback, when I had people saying, Alyssa, like you inspire me or, oh my gosh, I relate or holy shit. Like I don't feel alone anymore. I'm like, okay, I've got to do this for a living somehow. And I've got to tell people more about my story, the ups and downs and everything like that. Mm, I love it. It's so powerful. Like hearing that feedback. Cause it is, it's hard being vulnerable. Like everyone listening right now, imagine being vulnerable and saying everything about your life, it's not always easy, but we all appreciate it. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I love it. Yeah. So tell us about how you like got into, you know, fitness and, and nutrition and, and focusing more on your mindset and your health. Yeah. So um, my story, if you haven't followed me on Instagram, I talk about this a lot. I was bullied growing up for um, from sixth grade to 12th grade. And that kind of got me into the gym. It was my outlet. I went there. I started lifting weights like right away. And um, it eventually became an unhealthy obsession. I had an eating disorder from it, just from going overboard with it. But I got my first step into fitness just from bullying and um, resorting to that to be that outlet for me. Wow. So like, I always say that like I got into the gym kind of because I hated my body and not because I loved my body. <laughs> Is it kind of like the same, like you were almost like using it as like punishment? Yeah, honestly, I think so. And um, I actually heard something from like a therapist. I follow like a couple therapy type of pages on Instagram and they're talking about how when you're bullied for some time, you can actually become a bully to yourself. If, oh my gosh, that's so accurate. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like once they stopped bullying me, I took the role that they played in my life and I just started putting myself down, pushing myself so much in the gym, like eat this, cutting things out, restricting and all of that. Wow. So when was this? Was this like when like Instagram was first coming around or was it before Instagram? <laughs> I think it was right when Instagram was coming around. Um, I hopped on, I think a year or two later, I was a little later on the bandwagon, but I started really actually paying attention to just lifting and living a healthy lifestyle in ninth grade. So I don't know how old you are. How old wow. are you? Wow. I'm 29. 29. 29. Okay. How old are you? I'm 23. Oh, oh my 
God, get out of here. <laughs> I'm a get baby. Out of here. I feel like I've had so many people on the podcast recently and they're like, I'm 20, I'm 21, I'm 22. 20. Yeah. I would never guess that. That's awesome. That's a huge compliment. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Same with you. Like, I mean, 29, you're, you're doing great stuff. Yeah, it's exciting. Wait, I mean, I feel great for being 29. So, <laughs> can I share the story about Pays to Be Brave when yes, I met you? Please. Okay. So they already know about Pace to be Brave. I've talked about it so many times. So yeah. We're just, we're just like low key promoting Angie everywhere. Yeah. Go to her event. Pace it's great. Be brave. Best women entrepreneurial <laughs> event ever. So great. That was like the perfect segue into taking a timeout in this episode real quick. <laughs> we just are ranting and raving about Pace to be Brave, this live event here in San Diego that seriously is so life-changing. If you are a female entrepreneur or if you envision yourself being a strong, powerful female entrepreneur, you have got to come with us to Pays to be Brave 2019. I was over at Miss Angie Lee's house the other day for her birthday celebrating it, and we were chatting all about what's to come at Pays to be Brave this year, and I told her that I was going to be sharing the message with all of you. So she said that we could create a little beautifully built group over at Pays to be Brave. So I seriously would love to have you guys come to this event with me. We can have like a whole beautifully built section. It will be so exciting and it will be an honor to actually get to meet you and spend some time with you. The event is called Pays to be Brave. And that means sometimes you have to just be brave and trust the process. Seriously, purchase your ticket right now. Spend money that you might not necessarily even have right now because it will be so worth it. Be brave. Figure out all of the details later. So if you're down to come to Pace to be Brave with me and represent Beautifully Built, let me know. We have a little promo code that you can use and the promo code is Beautifully Built. So please hit me up on Instagram if this is something you're interested in doing. We can even work together on putting together a little Beautifully Built Airbnb situation or something like that here in San Diego. The event is in October. It is the weekend of the 4th, the very beginning of October. So if you're willing to be brave to figure this all out later, let's get our tickets purchased with the code beautifully built, put together a little tribe so that way we can show up all together at this event. And you guys wait until you see how much it will change your entire life. You're hearing Alyssa and I talk about it right now. That's where we met. And, and trust me, you will meet the most incredible and, power, and powerful women that are really going to make a difference in this world. So I'm super excited and I hope to see you there. Let's get back to the episode. So I barely remember, um, we had a conversation. I, I don't remember exactly what we talked about, but mm -hmm. all I do remember is in the middle of um, Angie asking some people some questions, you stood up, you talked about starting a podcast. And then, you know, many, many months later, I see you crushing it. You said you're onto your 90th episode. And I'm like, what? Like you followed through. And so oh. when you reached out to me, I'm like, okay, I am all in. Like this yeah. girl shows up. So awesome. Yeah. It was really cool. Like we connected at the event and I just remember one of my like mentors, one of the girls that I really look up to, Amanda Bucci, used, used Alyssa's picture and video in her presentation. And it was all about Instagram and Instagram growth. And she had a video up of Alyssa, like on there dancing around, living her <laughs> best life. And I was like, I need to know this girl. I love it. And Amanda was going on and on and on about how like Alyssa does so well on social media growth and inspiring people because she shows up 100% unapologetically herself. And I yeah. love that. 
So Thank tell us you. a little bit about that. Let's chat about that. Yeah, you have to. I just posted a little quote last night. Like you have to show up authentically. If you don't, that's what will make you feel lonely. That's what's going to make you feel separated from the world. That's what's going to make you feel like you don't have that purpose or anything. So like I mentioned, like when we first started chatting, when I was able to just share my story effortlessly and show up as who I am, which most of the time is just dancing my ass off. So much fun. I love it. Yeah. It, it made me feel free. I didn't have to put on a face for social media the way that I used to. I didn't have to try and be a part of these friend groups that I didn't feel like I fit into. But instead, when I was being authentic, I'd attract people like you and I'd attract some amazing people into my life. So once I started showing up authentically, everything changed for so me. So was in my that life. hard? Was it hard for you to take that step to like really just be like, all right, this is me, like <laughs> taking the Girl. mask off kind of, you know? Girl, yes. Oh my gosh. And that's why I actually got bullied even more because Mm. I started sharing my story in high school and I would put my fitness journey out there on social media. And these people are like, oh my God, like, what are you doing, Alyssa? Like, get off of here. Like, come on now, girl. (laughs) Like, you don't need to share that for the world. That's something you keep to yourself or, um, I saw you filming. I'm like, what is she doing? I just took an Instagram story. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Uh, It's like, what's going on? Um, What was I saying? Yeah, but I know what you mean because people are like bullying you more because they were kind I bet they were kind of jealous of you. They're like, wow, this girl's like really showing up and, and being herself. And they were probably kind of jealous. So they probably, they were bullying you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it, it was hard at first. And, you know, I got my little series of hate messages, but the good outweighed the bad for sure. When it came Isn't to Isn't it so hurt. true how like when you start getting hate mail, it means you're doing something right? <laughs> Absolutely. No, for sure. I get so excited. I genuinely get excited now when someone says some shit to me, I'm like, you're obviously going through something. So I will send them just this virtual love. Because, yeah. Because there's, they're going through something, but I also know I'm doing something right if I'm just putting myself out there. So I'm not going to stop anytime. <laughs> yeah. So have you always used social media to kind of document your journey? Yes. It has been my outlet for sure. The way that the gym was for me, even though that became kind of unhealthy, um, I fixed that. Um, but with social media, every time that I've gone through my highs and my lows, I love to document everything because I want people to see kind of the real life. It's kind of like my little... Um, what's it called? Reality TV yeah, show. That's how I feel too. That's how I feel too. And it was actually really cool because I think it was like maybe a week and a half, two weeks ago in your story, you like, you were like, Hey, guess what? I just cried for a little while and now I'm back and now I'm going to tell you about it. And it just so inspired me because I'm like, you know what? I never really show up on my story after I cry because I cry on like a weekly basis, but I don't always share it. So it totally inspired me. I love that. Thank you. Hey, no shame in the game. I, I had my first speaking gig on Saturday and I think I showed up on like a Tuesday and I was, I was crying and I was just like, oh my gosh, wait, no, I have to get my shit together. I have to be strong in order to get on stage. I'm like, no, like, let me be transparent. Let me go back to my roots and what my intentions are. And that is to show up authentically, even if it's not pretty, even if it's not glamorous. Mm, yeah it's so powerful and it's like it's just you like make such a bigger impact in people's lives when it's not perfect when people can like actually because that's I hate that like when people show up like so perfect it's like so far out of reach 
Yeah. You know, and then when you're like, guess what? I'm goofy and I, you know, I mess up when I speak and whatever. That's why, like, I don't do much editing on the podcast because I just want everyone to realize how real we all are. Oh, shit. They're going to know that I mess up my words. What? (laughs) (laughs) But I I have a question for you. So when you go on Instagram, if you are like feeling down or just not having the best day, do you have certain people that you will look at, like their profiles mm. or their stories or anything? Yeah. Yeah, um, that's really interesting. I definitely do. Um, actually, it's like a mix because recently I've been trying to consume less content because I feel like sometimes I sit there and I scroll and I watch stories instead of like a lot of the other things that I should be doing. Mm-hmm. So like sometimes I try to consume less content and sometimes if I'm in like a pretty dark place, my phone is mainly the reason yeah, because I'm like spending too much time like consumed. So if I'm in like a really dark place, sometimes I'll like force myself to turn my phone off. And this is actually like pretty embarrassing, but I did this, I want to say last week, turned my phone off. I can't tell you how many times I picked up my phone, Mm. even though I knew it was off. (laughs) And it's just like, crazy yeah. how serious the addiction is because I kept yeah. up my phone even though I knew that I turned it off. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting, but there's so many people who are like rays of sunshine that I love turning to that kind mm-hmm. of help like bring, bring my spirits up. But I'm really big into podcasts too. Like yeah. anything I'll listen to like a good podcast and that kind of brings me back or a YouTube video. YouTube videos mm-hmm. are really fun and great way. Like if I'm feeling unmotivated, especially if I'm like trying to work out or something, I love throwing on a YouTube video. Yeah. What about you? What do you usually do? Um, podcasts are definitely my number one go-to, but I had to ask that question because Um, one thing that I've had asked myself lately is if I were in like a negative space, who, like, what are the types of people that I would turn to during that time? And they're the most authentic. They're the most real. Because when I would go on social media, when I was feeling down, it would become like that whole source of just feeling empty and alone because you're like, Oh my God, you're perfect. And look at you. And your life is so amazing. You're making a million dollars. (laughs) Yeah. Come on. (laughs) It, when, but when people can say, okay, yes, I made a million dollars, but here's what it took to get there and here are my struggles, that's mm-hmm. what I love. So yeah. I'm just trying to find that space for myself where I can continue to share the highs, but also the lows just constantly because when someone does have a down day or they don't feel good about themselves, I don't want them to turn to me and be like, oh my God, she, she makes me want to get off my phone. I want, I want her, I want to inspire her to continue to consume a little bit so she could get those small little golden nuggets to yeah. go about her day. <laughs> you just show up with so much intention. Thank you. Yeah, it's so cool. I hope, you know, like, I hope it inspires more people in the world to do it too, because like social media can be really powerful, but it also can be pretty negative. So yeah, it's nice when that's, you connect with those people who make it really powerful. That's the goal. And that's why I love doing this. I'm like, how freaking cool is this? That you're in San Diego right now. I'm in Florida. Seriously. And- just connecting. It's yeah, cool. it's so awesome. So what would you say, like, what would you say one of your whys is? I always tell people that they have to, like, dig down deep and find, like, a why that almost makes them want to, like, cry. So that way they keep showing up, you know? So what would you say, like, one of your why whys is? Okay. All right. We're going to go deep. Um, the first thing that popped in my head, <laughs> the first thing that popped in my head is, a quote that I saw, I think my friend Chanel posted this and it said, I show my scars so others can heal. Mm. And I think the biggest reason why I love to do what I do, I love to help women with their bodies, with fitness, with their mindset and mentality and confidence, because 
Um, I've struggled myself and I want them to know that it is possible, that there's nothing special about me, that I have my days where I cry and I'll show you those days. Mm -hmm. And I want them to be able to show up despite those circumstances and situations that they go through in their life. Yeah. That's so beautiful. Thank you. Mm. (laughs) The type of things that that's the remembering those little things, like you need that to get out of bed some days, right? Like some days it's just like, Oh, why am I doing this? Like some days I'm like, why am I even podcasting? Who cares? Who's even listening? And then it's remembering things like that, that it's like, no, you know what? I need to keep showing up because I'm here for a reason and I'm on this path for a reason. Exactly. And we were kind of just talking about this before we, you know, got into the podcast that I'm in the middle of transitioning, like just a transition phase in my life of, okay, what's my next step? What do I want to do next? And during that time, I have to continuously remind myself, like, why is it that I do what I do? Why is it that I show up every single day? Because the second that I lose track of that, I lose all inspiration. I lose all just um, willpower to get up and to continue to, to fight and push forward. Yeah. So true. Yeah. Let's talk about that a little bit. Cause it's kind of fun where Alyssa and I are like really in a similar place right now where we've both been in like the fitness industry for quite some time now. And, and it's, it's exciting. It's fun. You know, I'm sure, I'm sure you've helped a lot of people succeed, but now it's just like, there's so much more that we want to help with. So, yeah. so where are you at right now? What's your plans? Where do you want to kind of transition to? Um, What I want to transition more into is the mindset realm of things. Like just from my own story, I want to share that on a larger platform, whether that's speaking on stage, whether that's a YouTube channel and speaking on stage, whether it's coaching. Again, I don't know. And I'm being so real here. Like I have no idea, but what I do is during this time, during this transition, I take some time back to kind of feel what feels right with me and in my gut, as well as take action. I'm not going to sit back and just be like, universe, bring it my way. Like, <laughs> not going to happen. Give me a sign. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, the, the best way to transition and find that next step for you and for myself, I'm speaking to myself and anyone else who's maybe yeah. going through this phase right now, is um, action as well as like time away from, yeah. you know, just forcing. If you continue to force, it's going to feel unreal. Like just not authentic with you. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm it's getting like, into it's like it. That balance between like having to trust the process, mm-hmm. but also like st- you can't be slacking, right? Yes. You got to trust yeah. the process and still be like trying to find that momentum forward. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I feel that too. I've been in such a time of transition right now. Yeah. It's and exciting though. Sometimes it's overwhelming, but I just kind of try to remind myself how exciting it is. Yeah. yeah. I want to know what's, what's your why? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So one of my, (laughs) one of my biggest whys really is, is because I feel like I owe it to myself. Um, so I treated myself like shit for Mm -hmm. so many years of my life and it was just like so much body shame and so much hate and so much just like dark, mean energy. And, um, I've been like incredibly blessed in my life with some incredible people who have been in my life. And unfortunately, a lot of them have left my life. Um, Mm -hmm. My stepfather passed away when I was really young. And he was just like one of like the biggest people that I looked up to. He was an author and I was a little girl and he had like published books. And I just thought it was the coolest thing that he like wrote every word in that book. And it was just like so cool. And um, he passed away really unexpectedly. He actually Mm -hmm. choked at one of my friend's birthday parties. Man. So it was like really unexpected and he asphyxiated and he passed away. And um, 
I went off the deep end. I was like this little delinquent child because I didn't know how to handle my emotions. Yep. You know, so I went off the deep end and I just disrespected myself on so many levels. And I literally had to hit rock bottom. And I did. I got, I, I got sent to different boarding schools and outdoor wilderness boot camps. And I got myself kicked out of all of them. And I ended up in a Boston public school. Oh my gosh. Hit rock bottom. I was living in a halfway home with my dad illegally, like literally hit rock bottom. And it, like, it was like this wake up call to me that was like, Melissa, you, you got yourself here. Now, how yeah. are you going to get yourself out? Yeah. And how are you going to make a transformation? So you you don't live like this. Yeah. So, that's like one of the biggest things that like gets me out of bed in the morning is like, I deserve so much more for myself and mm -hmm. I can use my story to really inspire and motivate other people. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's, that's why we connect a lot too, because I resonate with that. And it's so crazy when we go through those times when we went through what we went through, we just have had this time of self-sabotage. Yes. And I feel like a lot of people do that nowadays. They will sabotage themselves, their success, their happiness, because they don't believe that they can do it and make it happen. But you just said, like, I, what did you just, just say? Like when you wake up in the morning, you know that there's more for you. Yeah. Right? I know that I deserve more. I know that mm -hmm. I deserve better. And it's just like, it's like, I need to show up for myself because for so long I didn't, I didn't yeah. show up for myself. Yeah. I think that's just like the first step. That was my first step. Just realizing like there's more to life than this. There's more to life than what I'm dealing with and going through right now. Mm -hmm. And then boom, you start attracting better things to your life. You start yeah. taking action in different ways, not sabotaging yourself and putting yourself down all the time, even though I still do to this day, but um, we all do and we all go through it. But it's just like having that, that why and remembering you know, there is more for us. There is more that we can do and accomplish and become. Have you ever heard of Abraham Hicks? Why have I heard that name? I don't know. Yeah, so she, she channels. She's an energy. She like channels. So Esther Hicks is her real name. She's an older woman. And okay. she channels this, this energy called Abraham. And it's like, you have to YouTube it. Everyone listening, you should YouTube it. It's oh, like shit. some of the stuff goes like way over everybody's head. <laughs> A lot of the stuff that like comes out of her while she's channeling is super pro profound. So she's been like one of my really big teachers. And she preaches that you have to have contrasts. So you have to experience the things that you really don't want in life in mm -hmm. order to see and feel what you really do want. So yeah. like that's when I say that I have to learn the hard way, it's because I need to figure out what I don't want in order to, to really, yeah. to really experience what I do want. And sometimes yeah. that's the people you surround yourself with, right? Yeah. Like sometimes, yeah. sometimes you're like looking around at everyone else and you're like, all right, this is what I don't want. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I've been, I've been in that position many of times. Like I don't want to surround myself with these type of people, but you do, you do have to experience those things that are shitty and they don't feel good. Just like right now, it doesn't feel the best that I have these questions and that I'm like, okay, what is this next thing? And how am I going to do this? But if you can just like soak that time in and realize that this is going to bring you to the exact place that you need to go. Like, I just felt like my, my whole body just got lighter when I said that, because instead of stressing about it and freaking out about it and like, what am I going to do? You're just like, okay, I'm okay with this because this is going to lead me to where I need to be. Mm. I feel like I'm <laughs> such a stalker because like, I feel like I know your life from your story. <laughs> but, um, but tell us a little bit about your story last night because you were talking a lot about like journaling last night and everyone listening is probably so sick of hearing me talk about journaling. So let's have you talk about journaling. Yeah. Oh, I will take over yeah. for you then. Yeah. Um, so 
last night, yeah, I posted on my Instagram story that um, I, there's certain things in my life that I haven't, um, I haven't been loving. I'm like, okay, well, what can I do to change this? What can I do to change the way I feel about this? Um, so I've been getting back into journaling. I have my little notebook right next to me and I'll just write down all the things that I am just so freaking grateful for because it gets you out of that victim mentality. It gets you out of the, you know, woe is me. Like, look at all the shit going on in my life and, um, into look what I have and look what I can appreciate. And you also become so present, which I feel like is a big struggle. Um, for me is just being present with the right here with the right now, you know, being on this podcast, not thinking about, okay, well, what am I doing next after this? Or, um, I have this meeting tomorrow, but just giving my all with where I'm at at the moment. Um, so I'll journal about that. And then also I'll just write down affirmations, the things that I believe to be true about myself. Because if you believe, I always use this example. If you believe that you are like an overweight person and you look in the mirror every single day, and you say, I'm overweight, I'm overweight, I'm overweight. Then you're going to go about your day acting like an overweight person does. But if you can wake up each day and even if you do have extra skin to you, even if you do have extra fat on you, you can look in the mirror and say, I am healthy and I am strong. Mm-hmm. You're going to go about your day and take actions in ways that a healthy and strong person would. Mm-hmm. That makes sense because that lights me up. <laughs> that really lights me up too. And I hope it lights a lot of the listeners up because it's so true. Like your thoughts become things. And mm-hmm. yeah, if you're going on about, I'm so heavy, I hate my weight, I hate my stomach, I hate my arms. Yeah. <sighs> Just yeah. gonna keep bringing you down. Yeah. So you bring up journaling a lot, like yeah. you said. <laughs> All the time. People are probably so sick of it, but it's been magical. Like we're on video right now, so you guys can't see. But like this apartment right here that I got in San Diego, it's got like a little loft up there with a so spiral pretty, staircase. By the way, guys, the, the ceilings are like 18 feet high. It's so bright. I journaled about. I brought this into existence. Like literally, I designed this apartment in my journal before it came to me. Like down to the bathtub. I wrote about how I really wanted this beautiful bathtub and the bathtub here is like extra. I could fit like three people in it if I wanted to. Oh my gosh, I'm coming over. (laughs) It's just like, it's magical. Like when you actually speak things into existence and then you see it really come into play in your life. Yeah. It's, it's a step that no one really takes seriously. So that's why I keep preaching it because it's, it's, it's easy to do, but it's easy not to do. Exactly. And, um, when I used to hear everything about manifesting, I'm like, okay, what is this? Like, I saw you some weird spiritual shit. Crunchy granola. Yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of weird. So you just explain how to manifest something you truly believed and what it is that you wanted to happen, you wrote it down, you visualize it. Like manifestation has been a huge thing for myself as well. Like mm-hmm. in order for me to get on that stage last weekend when I had never spoken in front of anyone before, except for on social media, which is completely different completely. on your phone, yep. um, I had to visualize myself up there. I had to manifest everything that I wanted to happen yeah. and see it that way because if I had any other views, any other thoughts towards it, then it wouldn't have worked out the way that it really did. So that's awesome. You have this gorgeous place that you're living at. It's like almost like you're writing a story and you're the main character. And and that's pretty much like 
that I try to make it fun and exciting like that, you know, where you're really like, you're writing a story, you're, you're writing your own story. And then it's crazy. If you're in alignment, right? This is the key part too. You have to be in alignment, right? If there's things in your life that are out of alignment, if you're surrounding yourself with people who don't support you, if you're constantly like doing things that you don't necessarily agree with, then you, you might be kind of out of alignment. But if you're working on getting into alignment and you're taking like this, this, this work seriously, you can see all of this flow into your life and it's weird and awesome. <laughs> like I love it. Yeah. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So what was it like stepping on stage for your first time? <laughs> I don't even remember everything that I said. I can only explain it as like this, this terrifying, but so surreal and beautiful blackout. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a great way of putting it. <laughs> it. It was, it was amazing, but I, I was so nervous and the thing that helped me the most when I was up there was just expressing how I felt. I'm like, Oh my gosh, like I'm shaking right now. Like I'm really nervous. And then I had a woman come up to me after and she said, the second that you mentioned that you were nervous, your whole body calmed down and you crushed it. And it made me feel I did it instead of trying to, yeah, yeah. exactly. And I, I was crying a couple of days before because I didn't feel like I was in a good place. I was feeling depressed that night. And I reminded myself again, just be authentic. That's the one piece of advice that my dad gave me is like, just be yourself. Like you do this every day on social media, just be who you are and express your feelings. That's, that's what I do. So it was surreal. It was amazing. I think it was such an incredible step in the right direction. And, um, you know, as I'm in this transition period, like I said, still take action, still do things. Don't just sit back and ask for everything to come your way and just journal about it. Journaling is like one step out of like the many that you need to take. Yeah. (laughs) You can totally write about your bathtub, but if you're just sitting there at your other apartment, like where's my bathtub? (laughs) That's I'm going to show up. I don't get it. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? That just made me think too, like being, you know, you were so honest on stage and that's when your body was able to relax. And that's Mm -hmm. what I always really preach to people too. Like if you're in a, in a, in a period of your life when you're trying to lose weight or you're trying to like get more fit or focus more on your health, don't hide it. Be proud, you know, be proud. And that's when it's going to take so much pressure off of you. You know, I feel like there's so many people who are like, Oh, I don't want people to know, or, you know, I don't want, I don't want, you know, and a lot of the times it's because people don't want to let other people see them fail or succeed. But seriously, you got to just be proud. The fact that you're working on your health and that like brings all that pressure off. Yeah. Yeah. We, and we do put a lot of pressure on ourselves. So when you're able to say, this is me, this is what I'm doing. If I fail, I fail. I'm going to own it. If I mm-hmm. succeed, then I'm going to own that too. But just yeah. owning whatever it is that happens, whatever the end result is. Mm, yeah. So I know we talked a little bit about like podcasting and now we've talked about journaling, but what else do you do to kind of keep your energy up? Because you're definitely just similar to me. Like we're high energy people. Yeah. So, so what do you do to kind of like keep that energy up? So that way you can keep sharing with others. Yeah. Um, before I answer that, I just had something pop in my mind. This is yeah. kind of who I am. Like I just have like this kind of mind everywhere. Um, yes. I had a call with um, my old coach uh, the other day. And when I got on the call, the first thing he said when I like answered him and said hello was, what's wrong, Alyssa? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, you're not as energized as normal. I'm like, <laughs> first of all, I am human. So yes, I, I, definitely am a very energized person. I write it out like every single day. Like I am full of energy. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I'm powerful and that is truly why I act in those ways. But one thing that I do every single day to help maintain this energy, because 
I need it to um, talk to my clients. I need it to convey the messages that I want to get across to people um, instead of me just like being here talking like this. Like that wouldn't be cool at all. Not, um, not nearly as exciting. <laughs> yeah, I stay plugged in. So it reminds me of like an alarm clock. Like you have to plug it in in order for it to function and in yeah. order to work. So there's no like specific one thing I do, but it's staying plugged in, whether it's connecting with a friend, whether it's doing a podcast like this and having an open conversation or watching a YouTube video, listening to Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins is like my dad. I love him. <laughs> um, anything that I can do that is going to bring some type of inspiration yeah. into my life. Because if you wake up and you just check your phone or you're watching the news or TV or you're around negative people, which there's always going to be distractions, no matter what, every single day you're going to be faced with so many distractions, but making sure that you set a time every single day to plug yourself into something uplifting. So that's kind of my little, my little secret to staying energized. Cause after I listen to a podcast or read a Tony Robbins quote, I want to dance my little ass off. That's just, <laughs> that's the effects it has on me for sure. Yeah. And it's just like, it becomes such a part of your life. Yeah. Like I'm sure now, like you feel off if you go a day without. Right. I do. And you I have do. to get to that habit. Like everyone has got to get to that habit. If you keep pushing it off or keep finding excuses, you're just wasting time. Yeah. 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 Have you read the book, The Slight Edge? Yes, I have. I listened to it on audio. Mm -hmm. Okay. I love it. It kind of reminded me of that. Like you just, if you stop doing it for like just one time, if you just stop plugging yourself in each day, one day, then you'll do it the next day and the next. And what do you know? It's a month later and you're just in this severe depression, having anxiety every single day, lashing out with anger. And it's mm -hmm. like, it is these small things that you do each day that will add up. So if you can just turn it into an hab a habit by starting one time and one day and saying, okay, I'm going to focus on today. How can I plug myself in today? How can I get this like golden nugget that's going to light me on fire? So I go around dancing in the morning or whatever it looks like for you. Um, you'll continue to do it the next day because you feel like you just won that day that you just have mm. so much confidence. You like inspire me. Maybe I should start dancing more. <laughs> <laughs> you should. You should. I, I don't should even start dancing more. I don't know where it came from either. Yeah. Like I've been asked, like, were you a dancer? Well, yeah, I, I was. But when I when I started feeling super down and depressed, which it, I still deal with depression to this day, I'm like, what is something that I could do different? And the first thing that I thought of is Tony Robbins when he says the best way to get, um, to change your movement, emotion, yeah. your emotional state is to like change your physical state, like yeah. move in some type move. of way, yeah. get out of your head into your body. So if I just wake up and dance, whether I feel like it or not, you're, you just, you have to feel happy. You can't really twerk with a like a sad face <laughs> on. You can't So try it. Like anyone, you don't have to be a good dancer. I'm not the best dancer. I have like two signature moves and that's all I do. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. And you know, like I've always been like big into like yoga and some like stuff like mm -hmm. that. So like sometimes when like before a podcast or before I'm like speaking or working on a client call or something like that, I'll do like a little flow, mm -hmm. but like dancing is so fun too. And just like yeah. music is so uplifting and tempo and stuff like that. So hmm, I'm going to have to try that more often. Do it. Yeah. I'm going to be stalking your Instagram yeah. stories. I'll tag you. I'll tag you. <laughs> we'll start a little movement. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So where can everyone find you hanging out? 
Yeah. So the best place to find me is on my Instagram. It is my first name, Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A. And then an underscore. And my last name is pronounced Shifrel, S-H-I-F-R-E-L. So that is my little handle on Instagram where you can catch me dancing and twerking and yeah, I'll definitely, some inspiration. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely put that in the show notes too. So people can awesome. scroll down and click on it, click on your link. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Awesome. Oh my gosh. This has been so much fun. We need to do more episodes. So we'll, Absolutely. we'll, have, to, we'll have to brainstorm and plan the next one. But before we wrap things up, what is one last piece of advice that you can leave everybody with? One last piece of advice. And I feel like the way that you talk about journaling and people kind of maybe get sick of it, they probably get sick of me saying this, but I'm going to continue to say it because it's kind of my secret sauce. And that is just showing up. Um, No matter how you feel, no matter what's going on, continue to show up and you will win. You will outwork every single person around you. If you continue on your good days, on your bad days, high days, low days, you show up consistently. Mm, Yeah. And you just start becoming the best version of yourself. And it's so exciting to see all of those things that you can really be attracting into your life. Yep. Absolutely. Oh, Alyssa, thank you so much. This has been such a blast. (laughs) Thank you. It's so much fun. Yeah. Thanks for sharing your heart with us. Come hang out with both Alyssa and I this year, October, first weekend in October at Pays to be Brave here in San Diego. It will be such an empowering experience for you. If you have never been to a live event, girl, buckle your seatbelt. Talk about motivation on a freaking thousand. Being in a room with this many powerful, strong, passionate women will seriously change the trajectory of your life and the goals that you have for yourself. So buckle down, get your ticket, come to Pace to Be Brave, use the code BEAUTIFULLYBUILT. If you need the link to register, hit me up on Instagram so I can send that over to you. It is A underscore healthy underscore attitude. I'm seriously just asking you to trust me on this one because I know sometimes it's scary to spend money. Sometimes it's scary to book a trip this far in advance, but commit because I promise you, this is where I have gotten so much of the momentum in my own business. You heard Alyssa say, pays to be brave last year. I had just got the Beautifully Built podcast started and now it's being listened to around the world. So if you have a bigger vision for yourself, you have got to be there with us at this event. I can't wait to see you lit up experiencing what it's like to be in a room full of this many badass females. So come hang out with Alyssa and I. We can't wait to meet you and I'll catch you guys on the next episode.